Got your baller hoochers with precision My tits took you with you with that some double OP Dog, my fucking homie use a cold ass on them all Show enough, I keep my hand on my gun Cause they got me on the run Now I'm back in the courtroom Waiting on the outcome Three two pockets, all this on the line But at the same time It seems they trying to take mine So I'ma get smart and get defensive and shit And put together a million march for some gangster shit So now they got a slate Two multi-millionaire motherfuckers catch a case mm. Bitches get ready for the throwdown The shit's about to go down uh, Me and Snoop about the clown I'm losing my religion I'm vicious on these stool pigeons You might be deep in this game it's got Should probably sit closer Sit closer Goddamn fucking It's like Fast and Furious up in this bitch up in this mug, gross. No wonder this shirt's uncomfortable as shit. Look at that. Gildan heavy cotton. I hate these fucking shirts. Of course, I didn't have to pay full price. I think this mic is high enough now. It's high enough. Feels like it's high enough. Test? Who boy. Who boy. Maybe I should turn the fucking... the air conditioning way the fuck up now. Cause damn. Forgive the hum, but I kind of need it. Y'all don't even understand here, son. Y'all don't even know. Well, perhaps you know. Perhaps you don't. How about you intro us the podcast? Can you do that? Instead of minimizing the noise, I maximize the fucking noise. Intro the podcast. Don't tell them about your messy fucking desk again. Yep, there it goes. Piece of gum, G U M, just hit the floor. Go ahead and intro the show. It's three minutes, nothing. Hello, hello, and welcome to NPR. I don't want to use my first name, but it's my dad's name. Let's let's roll that back. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to RPR, Roman Public Radio. Welcome to Stale Air. Today, today's topics. World politics, the election, the pandemic, disasters, explosions, August, the month of explosions. What the fuck, man? Hello and welcome to... Episode 34? I think it's 34. Welcome to episode 34 of Roman Reigns. I just realized I say Roman Reigns and it's Roaming Reigns, but it's the same thing. You guys get the idea. Roaming Reigns. Like roaming around in my head, in my heart, anywhere else. I think I'm going to lose at least 5 to 10 pounds in this next hour just talking, but welcome. Wait. Since you're done introing, do, please do the po- podcast. Please do the Patreon. I'm, I'm running out of guests and topics. We can only review so many movies. Please, please. Do it. Do you want to Skype? I think I want to use Google Meetings. Do you want to Zoom? Mm, I don't know. Weird experience with Zoom. But do you want to? No, no, I don't. Well, 
Since there's no Alexa, there's no Siri, it's Saturday, August 15th, 2020. It's noon, 12.08 p.m. to be exact. As if those things that I talk about won't be dated anyway. I'm talking about pandemic and all this bullshit. Which I won't. I don't, I'll try not to talk about the Rona too much. It depends. But anyway, congratulate me. Pat me on the back. It's day 140 exactly since... I've used social media, so the social media blackout continues. And just because I read texts from certain loyal listeners does not mean it's the only way to reach me. You can reach me on Twitter at RoamingRains, R-O-A-M-I-N-G-R-E-I-G-N-Z at Twitter. The email, dead, D-E-A-D, at underscore Rufio, R-U-F-I-O at Yahoo. Other places, all the socials are there, I'm just not on them. That doesn't mean this is the only way you can reach me. And it doesn't mean I'm actually going to see it or read it. Depends. There's a way that I vet or screen my texts and calls. And of course the vetting process is just up to me if I feel like answering. Or I don't. No, not really. If, it's, if I feel like reading it if it's positive and pertinent and if it's of course Alex, Britt, Alicia, Amy, Red, Jessica, anybody that I give a shit about answering, if it's them, I'll read it. But it's not the only way to reach me, honestly. And just because he texts doesn't mean I'm going to read it. There are such things as block number buttons, etc, etc, etc. Of course, the people that I named will forever have my eyes on their texts. Just to let everyone know. But yes, I, I finally updated my dry erase board yesterday. It's now August. I got some new goals there. Weight goals too. Which is why I'm hitting the fucking pomegranate tea something fierce. I think I have some OCD because I use the same mug only for tea and now the same mug only for coffee. So I've got a Boba Fett better than yours Boba Fett mug just for teas. Then I have my skull and crossbones just for coffee, which I'll use sometimes for iced coffee like today. I, I got a Dunkin' coffee last night, so I poured it in the skull and crossbones. There it sits. Also got my ninja smoothie well i got a tropical smoothie cafe smoothie but i re-blended it with more ice so that it's actually cold and not all mushy and shit and i put some oj in it some low cal low sugar orange juice in there which does exist so that's what i'm working with today at least i feel some cool air on my back because fuck i won't bore you with the weather but it's been triple digit for almost 10 days in a row so this is bullshit Especially when you live up top. When you live up top, it just gets a little unbearable. This fucking mic is so sensitive, I just slide it less than an inch. Picks up a fucking noise, I swear to god. Where's my... My fucking... I'm either gonna concoct or create a mic stand, or I'm gonna fucking tear this place apart and look for it. Because this is bullshit. Oh, by the way. A lot to talk about. Uh, I have clips of 
very special programming here on my phone that I'd like to discuss. But first, I thought of doing like a parody of this. And, well, actually, I didn't think of doing it. I did a fucking parody of it. Two hours worth. So they're there. <laughs> I just have to dig them up. I know I did them. I parodied this very particular podcast that apparently doesn't exist anymore. And there's also a cease and desist <laughs> that was given to me in a very, shall I say, nonchalant way. I don't know about nonchalant, just non-elegant way. It's literally the longest text I never read. Too long, didn't read, but we'll discuss that later. I think I'd like to talk about a more important things and then get back to me producing the yucks on this subject a little later. As I wiped the fucking sweat off my face. Already, already I'm fucking sweating. And don't get it twisted, I sweat while I edit this. It's painstaking. It doesn't hurt. It's no skin off my back to do this. I love doing this. Actually, I should find my... Where the fuck is it? Oh, here it is. I found my life map or career map that I started doing a long time ago because I read Chris Hardwick. I used to be a fan. Not so much anymore. And not because of the allegations or accusations or anything. I just, eh. As soon as he sold his nerdist thing, I'm like, eh, whatever. I will admit, I listened to one of the pods that he did with Rob and Sherry Moon Zombie. So, I'm not gonna lie, I listened to that. Used to be a big fan. I'm, I saw Chris do stand-up. Or I think it was like a live nerdist and then stand-up. Mm, I wasn't that much into his comedy, but the nerdist stuff with Matt Myra and Jonah. I forget what Jonah's name is, but he's like a nerdy dude. He's like a alt-comic. He's in the scene. But I went to see them live. I think I did a Hollywood Babylon, and then right the next night, nerdist was on, so... It was like a back-to-back when I was really super into that shit back in the day. And I got to see those dudes and meet Hardwick. And he's like, I'm like, if you do the Dr. Satan, I'll buy another ticket to your thing. So he did. And then I hung out with Matt and Jonah took pictures. And I'm like, dude, I'm not from here. I don't have any money. I wish I could go to the second show. They put me on the list. So I just went on the second show. And Hardwick never knew that I didn't pay for a second show. Which is hilarious. I paid for the first show. But not the second. I think they were interviewing Brent Spinner. Fucking Data from Star Trek. If any of you like that shit. But they never put that episode out. Which is weird. Not to mention that I had a couple of drunken outbursts. (laughs) Not too bad. I just yelled Slayer. No, no, no. I, I yelled something. Like Metal and Matt Myra or Jonah yelled Slayer back at me. Which is cool. I think they put them out. I, I can't remember, but it was during the summer. During the summer, five, six years ago, maybe more. By the way, Alicia, I know it was Beth Snatches, Beth Smith, to be accurate. I just couldn't remember. I hadn't had my coffee yet. I still haven't had my coffee. Give me a break. She's not my favorite character, even though I kind of liked her on Scrubs and shit, and she was the second Becky in Roseanne, question mark? Speaking of Mark, was it Mark? No. The fuck was Becky's husband's name? I forgot, but he died. The real guy died. He overdosed and died. And they just wrote him out of the show because he died. What the fuck? Alright, so I guess I must have been reading this like seven years ago or so. This is dated February 23rd, 2013. Fuck. 
where I did like my life map or my character bio or whatever. This is all in the Nerdist book, The Nerdist Way, which I never finished reading. I think I have the audiobook, but I've never finished listening to it. I think I could, but it's interesting that I did this character map and then I just I guess I forgot about it. And now if I look back now, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this stuff, as embarrassing as it is, this seven year old shit that I wrote and drew. It's like a weird it's like a, a character bio that you would see on a on a video game. But before I get to that, if you guys listened to last episode, there were some compelling news that I'm still not going to spoil because apparently some haven't heard. So finish last episode to hear the exciting conclusion of the test and what happened. Slanja to the Irish listeners. I think I have some listeners in France too now, or I, I don't know who these are. The only, the only things I can see are the metrics are from Spotify or Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, as always. Fuck you, SoundCloud, as always. SoundCloud sucks. And you know it. Thank you to Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google, eh, I'm on the fence about because Google Play is going to go away and they're going to go to Google Podcasts and I won't be able to use Google Podcasts on my phone without Wi-Fi. But I think I'm on Google Podcasts, so that's cool. But I don't know why they're getting rid of Google Play, but anyway. So yeah, SoundCloud blows. I might be inclined to use Podbean, question mark, but I don't know. I like this Podbean, whatever. So yeah, I I see that there's listeners in France, in Ireland. Salute, cheers, slanja, bonanima. I see there's a lot of listeners in the U.S. Well, not a lot. I don't want to. I don't want to like overhype it, but we. I do finally have over a thousand plays. I think it's something like ten thirty. So a thousand thirty plays. Hopefully more. So thanks everybody that played even a little bit of this. I appreciate it. What am I doing? I should have said this at the top of the, the show. I'll probably loop this. But welcome to El Paso's best podcast in the fucking universe. Super fan fucking-tastic podcart. The podcast that shows you what El Paso is all about. The best motherfucking El Paso pod. I'll never talk about a local little trinkets and organizations and little side streets and local bands or anything like that. Maybe I'll drop some shit. Who knows? I need somebody else to, to record this for me. And, and hopefully I'd, I've just remembered that there might be a possible super beyond fucking super awesome guest that might be coming in the fall. So stay tuned. I can't say any more than that. But I'll make it a goal to record with this super VIP guest. It's been a while since I've had a guest. It's probably been a couple of years since I had my bro on. But I'll make it happen. And I'll use my own gear too. So I'll, I'll bring my own gear. So, so if you're listening, super VIP guest. You don't have to do anything. I'll just bring my old ass computer, my old ass fucking mic, plop the mic down on the table, six feet apart, and I'll just slide the mic over or we'll just hand the mic over back and forth. It'll be fine. But yeah, stay tuned for that. What else? Oh yeah, so to the listeners in France, England, UK, Ireland, wherever, make your presence known, motherfuckers. You can tag me on shit. I'm not going to see it, but I'll, I'll have somebody that'll let me know and say scoops ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. That reminds me, I haven't finished Stranger Things. I've been wavering between TV binging and book reading, book binging, so. But I feel like I'm going to revisit Stranger Things again, which I haven't finished, and and my bro Alex will chastise me no less for not having finished Stranger Things or The Office, but scoops ahoy. I was thinking maybe I would dress up as Steve for Halloween. I literally watched a YouTube video the other day uh, looking for ways to make... A DIY Steve costume. 
Some of them are pricey. They're like 50 bucks for a shitty one. A cheap one was available at Hot Topic. Maybe it will be again. Fingers crossed. But the guy literally, this guy on YouTube, I forget his name, but he's got a channel and, and I'm not one to follow people's channels and watch all their stuff. I, I don't have time for that, but he had a sewing machine and he's like, oh, I, I, my first machine, I was intimidated by sewing. I grew up around sewing, but I didn't know how to start. So I got a machine and I asked my mom for tips and he just started. And, and it's, it makes sense. It's like anything you just practice enough. I mean, I have 30 plus hours of doing this now and I feel more comfortable now than I did in the beginning. I still have a fucking fan going because for some reason I, I just love to record in the summer. Except for when I was recording in the library. That was fucking simpler times. I don't think that'll ever happen again, or who knows, but you, or you can't even fucking go into the study room in the library and use it. You can't have, people can't come in now, which is fucking weird. But back to that in a bit. So the guy was like, oh, just get a cheap singer sewing machine, a hundred bucks and learn and, and you can do it. And then the motherfucker proceeds to have a whole video on how he created his own Steve from Stranger Things, Scoops Ahoy costume down to the fucking, the patterns, the scoop patches on the shoulders and shit the sailor hat the shorts the fucking knee-high socks he bought some knockoff adidas because he said you can't get those so he bought some cheap suede looking adidas from the chinos from the chinese people he said they were knockoffs so of course they're going to come from china or a chinatown but it looked pretty bomb so i think i might do that i might be since i can't be white steve from fucking Stranger Things. I'll be Mexican Steve from Escoops Ahoy. I'll be the paletero. If you guys know what that is, it's the ice cream, the Mexican ice cream man with the bell. It's the paletero. For those of you in Europe or anywhere north <laughs> of the Mexican border, the paletero is motherfucking. I hope it didn't. Why is, why is my fucking computer on power saving mode where I don't move the mouse and it goes dark? Fuck you. Saving power. It's bullshit. Anyway. I'll be Mexican Steve from Stranger Things. I'll be Esteban, but I'll dress in the fucking Scoops Ahoy costume. Just for shits. It'll make me laugh. It'll make a lot of people laugh. Especially me. I've never actually invested in a gimmicky costume. For Halloween, I mean. Not for kink. Not for reasons. But anyway, let's round it back to the character map or the character bio that Hardwick says, oh, if you want to get ahead in life, he's like, I did this. So he said, get some fucking graphing paper or whatever. So I did. I got like a three pack of graphing paper. I went to the store and got this. I don't remember when. I was probably working at, I was working at one of my many shitty data entry jobs. One of my many soul crushing jobs where I made like 500 bucks every two weeks, which is not that dissimilar from now. But anyway, because I'm a poor college student. Except I'm a poor college graduate with actual bills, utilities, water. You guys ever paid $120 for a water bill? Because I sure as fuck have. Welcome to summer in Texas. Anyway, so this is a character map for me. And what's my character's name? The Roman, of course. Nothing sounds cooler to me. It's like my middle name, which is why I prefer to go by Roman, but not the first name. First name, we don't speak of it on mic. But if you know, you know, just don't ever call me that, please. Anyway, my character's name, my character bio is Roman. I drew this. I, I drew the, I even drew the, the Dark Knight, the Nolan Batman symbol. Speaking of Nolan, I, I had a fucking weird dream two or three days ago. Like, might have been Wednesday morning. Tuesday night into Wednesday morning or Wednesday night into Thursday morning. I can't remember, but I had a dream <laughs> that Christopher Nolan was in this house. And then the house just came, 
kept changing shapes and then the world kept changing shapes like inception which is fucking weird and kind of like all his movies blurred together like memento like shit was going back in time i haven't seen tenet but i want to see tenet so when they open i'm going to go to the fancy one the northeast movie theater and that's not dropping too specific uh, of information because nobody knows where the fuck it is if you don't live here you don't know where the fuck it is if you do know you know or if you're coming to town i'll tell you apologies for the tea break but anyway Tenet supposedly is coming out in September. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm gonna have to wear a hazmat suit to go watch it, but... Supposedly... By the way, speaking of movies and movie theaters and all that shit, which is a, which is something I do miss. I, I Drive-ins, 25 bucks a car. You can't drink. You can't fucking bring food. Fuck you. Fuck the Plaza Film Festival this year. Which I used to like. I mean, they had some cool movies, but now they're doing drive-in movies around the city and they're charging fucking arm and leg per car fuck you right movies are supposed to be fun and cheap you make the you make the back end with concessions so fuck off there's movie theaters that are open already but they're just showing like shit that i already own or that i can watch here so the only movie i would take a risk for is christopher nolan's tenant but i still have to finish the rest of his movies but anyway circling back to nolan i had a dream that he was in this house and as soon as he walked in the fucking house started changing shapes and time would speed up and slow down and we're on a boat, we're at sea, so it's obviously like a reference to Dunkirk, which I haven't seen that Dunkirk movie, I haven't seen that war movie. So he's got a space movie, a war movie, I think Nolan just needs to do a western and he'll be set. Or maybe a horror movie. I would like to see a horror movie done by, by Nolan. But anyway, I was here and, and all I remember is that we're at the dinner table and Christopher Nolan's there and I'm wanting to fucking ask him everything and anything about making movies and the movies he's made and just everything. Stuff about Tenet and then in my dream, my niece, I don't know what she said, but she's doing a fake British accent. She kind of does that when she watches Harry Potter or whatever, she, and she slips into it. And all I remember is, is telling her, no, stop, stop, don't do that. He's he's actually British, stop. So that's kind of what woke me up. Like, I died of embarrassment in front of Christopher Nolan. So if I was in Inception, I, I would have died from embarrassment because he's British, my niece, doing her Harry Potter accent at the dinner table with Chris Nolan would have fucking just made me cringe and, and be embarrassed. I don't think I was a dick to her. I was just like, no, please don't, don't do that. He, he's actually British. Not that I give a fuck about doing your podcast, but I'm not going to do it. I might do the Patreon for money. How much are you going to pay us? Oh, by the way, last weekend, I believe, or last week, I can't remember. It all blurs together. I watched Snatch and Layer Cake. These British gangster movies that, that, that I found a two-pack of. I don't even know if that sentence made sense. I found a two-pack of British gangster movies, Layer Cake and Snatch. Layer Cake with Daniel Craig and the gorgeous Sienna Miller. She's uh, showing her stuff in that movie. Awesome. And then Snatch, of course. Which is like British Fight Club. Kind of, but not really. But still hilarious. I like it. I can't find my DVD of Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, but been going back and forth between these two british filmmakers like nolan the artsy the high art high-end shit and then guy Ritchie, who before he did his disney shit and king arthur he did some good movies so i did watch the gentleman earlier this year which was a mcconaughey is the star of a fucking guy Ritchie movie but it was good i liked it and fucking jacks teller what's his name Dex Teller, I forget his fucking name. You're going to tell me eventually, fucking Alicia, but I know Jax Teller, that guy. 
he's in The Gentleman. He's been in the last uh, couple of Guy Ritchie movies. I was going to say Nolan movies. I don't think Jack Seller has done a, a Nolan movie yet. But Jack Seller was in King Arthur, of course. And then he was in fucking The Gentleman. Oh, and I forgot the Sherlock Holmes movies that he did were actually pretty good. They were pretty good. I liked the first one more. Just, I don't know. And with Mark Strong as the bad guy. He's always the bad guy. And then I started to watch... Again, keeping it in, in tune with the British movies. So Layer Cake was directed by Matthew Vaughn, who produced Snatch and Lockstock. And now he directed his own movies, Layer Cake, X-Men First Class, Kick-Ass, Kick-Ass 2, I think. And then Matthew Vaughn directed Kingsman Elite and Kings... Uh, no, Kingsman The Secret Service and then Kingsman The Golden Circle. And he's doing the prequel, The King's Man. So that should be good. So those blokes are good. So I've been into the British filmmaker shit. And then of course the Del Toro stuff. Which I finally got all my Del Toro movies in order. Except for Blade 2 and what else I'm missing. I think, no I have the first Hellboy so I'm good. I may start a marathon but I miss movies. I would pay 15 cents for a ticket to Tenant. And then I would pay whatever they charge for concessions. Let me straighten out this fucking chair. I don't know why I don't just... Straighten this motherfucker out. There you go. That's better. Well, kinda. Not quite. A little better. So yes, now it's a little bit not as comf not as uncomfortable. The fact that I'm cinching my fucking torso to talk into the mic. As I look out the window, longingly for New Jersey, for the East Coast, for pork roll, egg and cheese, Taylor ham, Staten Island brewskis. Fuck it. When I go to Jersey, I'm going to eat all Mexican food and drink all Mexican alcohol. That's it. I might try Q's Brews, but sorry, Colonel. I don't think it can hold a candle to real beer. I mean, Mexican beer. I mean, good beer. And by the way, Alicia, I don't know if you knew that, but you can ship R&H beer to Nebraska. Why can you get it in Nebraska, but not here? Like Texas. Come on. That's fucking ironic. I guess now I can read my character bio to you guys, so... At the top, the Dark Knight Bat. Moving right along. I used a green marker, and I filled in the bat's color with a green marker. It's a pretty good rendition, I like it. The Roman, of course, in big bold letters. I used a Django Fett sticker for the O, which... I don't even like Django Fett. I like Boba Fett, but... I forget where I got these stickers. There's like one tiny Boba Fett sticker in this. The rest are all Django. I don't fucking like Django. Django Fett. Bullshit. Anyway, so according to the Nerdist Way book, it said to give yourself points for blah blah blah, creativity, or no. Make a point system for all your goals or stuff that you want to do, and then draw your your goals on the uh, on the page, and you know, eventually cross them off and, and do what you can. So, at the far left is a rudimentary picture of a Dodge Challenger, which at that time, I guess, I wanted to buy. But fuck the Dodge Challenger now, man. I'm never going to buy that car or own that car. Even if I won that car, I'd probably sell it. I'd rather keep my Corolla. My Hellboy. That's what I named it. Think about it. But anyway, yeah, buy a Dodge Challenger. Well, I did buy a car, though. And it was paid off, and I did it... When I wrote this, and then I think 
about less than a month later is I leased <laughs> the Corolla, so I didn't even get a Dodge Challenger. Fuck a Dodge Challenger. But I leased a Corolla from a Nissan agency, and the, the car was... It only had 5,000 miles, so I don't know where the fuck they got it from, but it was tip-top. It was, It is tip-top till now, except for the alternator, which I fixed and changed, but it was worth it. Literally paid it off last year, right when I, I ended that last shitty job at the call center, which was bullshit, too. So that was my first goal. I didn't buy a Dodge Challenger, but I did buy a car, so scratch that off. The next one that I drew is I drew, it looked like a ring or whatever, and it said, buy a new bed. And I did do that too. Well, I didn't buy a new bed. I bought a mattress from Amazon, a full-size one. And I had it for a while until I moved out, and then I just left it here. And then I guess my nieces moved into my room, and my sister, my younger sister, without telling me, took that brand-new mattress into storage. So now I'm sleeping on another bed, a surplus bed that we have. It's a queen, but it's rickety. I don't really like it. I don't enjoy it, but whatever. I bought a bed, so scratch that off right here i also seven years ago had this drawing this stick figure with like a fucking with like a donut around its belly or like a fat belly and it says lose 60 pounds and there's a picture of a bowling ball and four stars so i wanted to lose 60 pounds i fucking did it what i should have said or should have wrote is lose 60 pounds and keep them off so i lost probably when i drew this i was pretty heavy i was probably like pushing 250 something like that i think i lost a lot of that because when i left this job i was down about 180 175 so much so that when i went to buy a burrito near this job at the burrito place the ladies that used to serve me there they're like are you sick are you terminal do you have cancer i'm like no i just lost weight bitch so now i i guess i'm i'm still doing that i'm right now i'm under 190 the last time i weighed myself so a little inside scoop. And what do I do? I just walk. And yes, I know that I have been king on the Tesdi Ants Fitbit. For those of you sleuthing. For those of you Scooby-Doo gang sleuthing. But I realize I don't have to be at the top. Because I've been at the top. But if you want it bad enough, you can get it. Because I sure as fuck did. Until I hurt my back. So now I just take it easy. Do maybe an hour. Do 10,000 steps. But... When I want to, I can get all the way back up to the top. You gotta believe in yourself. So I lost the weight, so that's good. Another goal that I had here was get seven to eight hours of sleep every night, which now I am doing. Before, I didn't do this for the longest time, and I think I kind of got better at it with time and with this job that I have now or that I had since we're furloughed, but I'm pretty good about going to bed by midnight at the latest and just dozing off and waking up at nine maybe ten so I, I do get seven to eight hours of sleep it's very important so if you guys have trouble with that a little bit of nighty night sleepy time tea some melatonin gummies are cool dollar tree has the vitamins too for cheap they, they don't taste good they, they just taste like pills but the gummies are good a lot of water before you go to bed and just fucking turn off your phone or put on some classical music or anything but just screens off and i have a tv in here but i don't turn it on when i'm going to bed everything's off except for a zapper light which is purple dark purple so there's hardly any light and i'm out like a light pun intended get seven to eight hours of sleep every night and i drew some z's on there so i did that check that off this is a very big one so underneath that i drew a bottle of triple x 
a bottle with triple X on the label and a can of beer and it says drink less uh, as of right now I believe I, I should have marked it but I want to say that February 14th is the last time I had an, an alcoholic beverage so February March April May June July August so I've been sober for six months without trying or without planning and if you're not sober cheers but I've been sober for six months I kind of had a temptation to drink last Friday last week was invited somewhere where there would be alcohol but I said nah so instead <laughs> instead of that I went for my nightly walk then I went to get a smoothie a shake and then I came home and then I read my books and then I went to sleep by midnight so I'm sure this person will never hear this anyway but whatever but yeah drink less I've been sober for six months so I did that this is another big one this is an interesting one this is kind of fits fits very well with what I'm doing now. So I have a, a picture of a feather quill or a feather pen, a bottle of ink, a pencil, a sheet of paper with lines on it, and a laptop. And it says, write short stories, script, blog. <laughs> and I guess back then I meant podcast or, or something. Put my thoughts out there. So this is literally what, I, what I'm doing. And from... The date that I have here in about one or two years, I would start to quote-unquote blog or pod. Actually, I, I think it was within the year, but by the end of this year, since this is dated Saturday, February 23rd, ironically, Saturday is very instrumental for me. But yeah, it says write short stories, script blog. I have been writing in a journal. I have been blogging, <laughs> audio blogging, podcasting for about five years, so good. Still got to work on the script. I have some ideas kicking around. I guess I should just do it. Also, on my dry erase board, it says record pod, read 1984. So, George Orwell's 1984. I'm 200 pages in, so I'm two thirds of the way in. It's that good. I've read it before, but I feel like I need to read it one more time. And then, after that, I think I'm going to do Animal Farm, then start the Doomsday Clock single issues. Maybe start on Swamp Thing or Doom Patrol. Not sure. I have to finish Venom, too. Maybe get some new books. They, they finally opened up the libraries for curbside and, and returns and shit. So I'm going to have some new books and shit coming. So that's all awesome. But anyway, the very last thing that I have down here, which is still seven years relevant. And this, again, was drawn February 23rd, 2013. So if anyone wants to fucking contest how into the cult, how crazy I am into this shit. At the very bottom, I have a box that says save money and then in big, bold bright letters it says TESD save money for TSD trip to Red Bank New Jersey so this again was drawn on February 23rd 2013 or it was a plan for from that year to the 2014 that one took me a little bit so within three years I would be in New Jersey for the live tell them Steve Dave end up being on stage hanging out going to Brooklyn New York hanging out with it hanging out having dinner meeting everybody with Chris and Dave who I love dearly I'd love to get them on the pod. If I'm up there, I, I feel like I want them to be on, on my program, for sure. Dave, Cult of Dave podcast. Go listen. Listen to Totes Milady. Listen to Victor Juarez's Chills, Shivers, and Goosebumps. The Good Brothers, who work on the Tesdi Patreon. Who else? Who else? Oh, yes. BS Bitches. Jess. Red. I hope you're feeling better. That's all. Pray that she recovers. She's not feeling too good. Robin. Congratulations on your son getting some flight time. I, is he like in the Air Force? I forget. See, I, I shout out the good pods, man. 
Hey, man. But yeah, one of my goals was to save money for, for Tez D trip to Red Bank, and here it is. And I did it. I did almost everything on this sheet. Maybe I should do another one of these. And then more goals that said save 100 to $200 a paycheck every day, even though I was making 500 bucks every two weeks. Save $50 a week for a bed. I think I did that. Work out 30 minutes or twice a week at least. I, I do this. I do this. I actually do yoga for about 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes every day at least before I go on my walk. And then I walk for an hour. So I, I do a lot of that too. I do a lot of fucking working. I wish I could go back to the gym, but fuck. There's no way, man. Not now. Save for a bed. I did. Save money. I, I need to do that more. I need to do that again. No going to bed past 9, I, I kind of modified that, but if I go to bed by midnight, it's fine, and then I still wake up early, so... It's not really going to bed at the same time, but waking up at the same time, so that's, that's kind of cool. This was kind of this one's kind of funny for the drinking. It says, try to drink once a week, then once a month. <laughs> How about once a year? Short stories once a week, try to get to twice a week, script, blog. I, I guess this is all in the Nerdist book, but I don't remember. At the very bottom, I guess there's ways for you to achieve your goals and get points. Save $100 a week in savings account for flight, hotel, stash money. <laughs> I did do all of that, actually. I saved money for a flight. And I got, like, a, the cheapest flight for two people. The cheapest flight for two people to New Jersey going on Southwest. Now, since Southwest discontinued the fucking New York, New Jersey flights, I gotta fucking get the more expensive white airlines, which is bullshit. Oh. So on the right here, my skills, weapons, are writing, reading, bilingual, college grad, type fast, sense of humor. I, I should put yucks. Mimicry, I guess it means that I can do voices and imitate shit. Love of words, I do. Vocabulary, very verbose. Very, I talk good. <laughs> Pop culture admirer, sure. Good listener, obviously. Tech savvy. I'm not a tech, tech guy, but I know some I should now put mechanically inclined, because I've fixed some shit. And plumbing, too, so... There's my character map from seven years ago. And I'm also pretty stoked. I, I found this, like, big sticker pack of the Black Dolly Murder stickers that I bought at a concert to, to switch gears here, which is where I just put my character map. But it's, like, a huge Black Dolly Murder sticker. It's not, like, a huge poster-sized sticker of the band's logo, but this one's big enough to, like, stick on my car and shit, which I haven't done. I used to drive another car, and I literally went to, like, a decal maker to have him make me all these weird metal decals i got him to make me a huge in flames like death metal decal and all this shit i put it all over the car and then end up selling selling the car and yeah i got him to make me a huge iced earth <laughs> in flames decal and now i wish i had those like he literally cut them and shaped them for me it was pretty cheap too so now i will settle for a tell him steve dave bumper sticker Dogma, Clerks, AEW, and Black Dahlia Murder, which I do have. I just need to stick them on the car. just need to wash the car, which I never do, because you never know when it's going to be dusty or rain or whatever. Fuck, I've been going for 50 minutes. Shall I move on to the parody? Parody? Well, I need coffee if I'm going to make fun of something. I wasn't going to talk about it, but might as well. Everything else is good. I'm going to do yoga with Adrian later. I'm going to walk. I'm going to write. Actually, I've been writing on and off. That's how I remembered the Nolan Dream as I wrote it down on my notebook. I have some many fine notebooks. First, I have to say rest in peace, Lucky. 
Michelle, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Lucky had to be put down. It's an old cat. So, R.I.P. Lucky died, I believe, last weekend, something like that, earlier this week. So, R.I.P. to Lucky. And now I find that my dog, Sophie, is in Midland, Texas at a fucking dog shelter. She was surrendered. She was rehomed to somebody I don't know who. This fucking cunt, not my ex, by the way, whoever she gave the dog to, surrendered the dog in some shit fucking hole in Midland, Texas. My dog... Sophie, that has PTSD, my fucking heart, is stuck in Midland, Texas. So, I feel like I'm gonna go get her, but more details on that on a future episode. But just everybody pray for Sophie, because this dog has PTSD fucking D. What kind of a cunt surrenders a dog at a fucking shithole in Midland, Texas? No offense to Midland, Texas, but what the fuck? It's a panhandle. She would have been better off here in the fucking desert in the heat. Well, she's in the desert, but I don't know. This dog has been through hell, man, and for her to go back to a fucking shelter, it's bullshit. I may have to do something, no promises, but she's old, man. She doesn't deserve that. You motherfuckers. But anyway, switching gears. Let's all pray for Sophie and remember Lucky. Lucky was a beautiful, fluffy, white and gray cat from Birmingham, England, so belongs to my friend and he'll be missed so it's been recently brought to my attention that i have a producer for this show unsolicited i have a producer you the producer why don't you produce me a fucking beer or a latte or a coffee truth be told so i have an unsolicited producer to the show no it's not alicia and it's not any of the homies it's not anyone i just didn't realize that I needed permission to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about on my podcast. Up to and including talking about other podcasts that are out in the ether. Now, if these are public, if they're out there, if I could find them, and if I myself, by mentioning them, gave them a little bit more notoriety. I didn't have to do that, because the name in itself is pretty ridiculous. I mentioned it as something that I might like as entertainment and something positive, like, hey, you want to listen to this? And, you know... Oh So Good, the cake shop, the coffee shop. I would have named it Oh So Bad. A little bit more, you know, irreverence and, and kitschiness for the college hipster types. Canadian college hipster types. But anyway, so yeah, I, I guess I have an unsolicited intern producer that is suggesting, requesting that I not speak of this particular program for whatever reasons that I don't give any validity to, because <laughs> why would I? The people that listen to this show either know me or they know me through this, but I, I think it's, it's sparse or scarce. It's not like, do you know how, do you know who I am? Do you know how famous I am? Fuck that. People that listen to this, they either know me or know about me tangentially. But this is my program. This is my pot card. And I'll talk about whatever the fuck I want, up to and including three episodes of this ill-fated pod cart 
called At Our Worst. And I wasn't going to, but here we are. It's actually two and a half hours since the first episode is only 30 minutes. And if you want to listen to the first episode, I suggest you wear earplugs or have the volume down really low because, of course, who am I to say anything? I mean, I, I try to make this as audibly smooth and silky and precious as it can be, but when someone's cackling into the mic and yelling into the mic at full volume, like this, like if I was to talk like this the whole time, you guys wouldn't like it, so I mean, live and learn. Of course, they do mention a disclaimer at the beginning. I won't mention their names, but they're there. Just go listen. They're they're still there. They're they're somewhere. And if they're not, I'll I'll do some tidbits. I can insert here or there. Or, or again, I was thinking of doing like a making hay type. Is like listen to some of it, pause it, do a recording of it. Kind of like a listen along. If you'd like to do that, if if you'd like me to do that, just let me know. I'm talking about the casual listener, not this unsolicited producer. You the producer? Why don't you produce me a beer? That's from. That's like so inside joke. If if anyone got that, it would make me happy. It's from a Black Label Society live concert DVD when they're interviewing Zach Wild. Anyway, so at our worst, I I don't know what sort of category it falls under, but I feel like there's a lot of those programs about actually i don't feel i know because i at one point i had no life so i listened to a shit ton of podcasts i don't like true crime podcasts i don't like murder podcasts i don't like any of that shit i like something lighthearted that makes me laugh or something that i can apply to daily life or of course i enjoy interview podcasts depends i don't like the political shit paranormal stuff is fine but mostly comedy but i did venture at one point into dating and relationship podcasts and they're all the same they're all essentially i feel like they're governed more and more by females and life coaches and dating experts and sexologists and sex sexuality majors and doctors and blah 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 but mostly female or dating strategists and shit or the pickup artist or whoever the fuck i don't buy into that bullshit i don't need any of that shit nobody needs any of that stuff and and by the way i'm I'm not saying like oh fuck women or whatever goddamn women they should be barefoot and pregnant put down the sylvia plath and get back to work in the kitchen i mean i understand it's 2020 i'm not saying fucking let me put my foot on your neck but just being honest here all the dating and relationship podcasts are all the same it's about the girls are super bubbly and super enthusiastic in the beginning and it's sort of like a slow decline except for well no never mind this podcast that i was going to reference isn't even about that that was 100 percent about mental health and depression and how to cope and sadly one of the hosts committed suicide i think they weren't even around for a year and she committed suicide and she was like a YouTube star and kind of like a comedian and stuff. And she committed suicide and she had like mental issues. And they did a good number of podcast episodes and then she killed herself. And I was like, what the fuck? But, but I digress. But I'm, I'm talking about dating podcasts or relationship podcasts or dating in the modern world. I'm Roman and this is Roman. And I know what I'm doing. And I want to talk about dating and relationships course there was an affect in my voice i don't really speak like that but if i was to talk like this is my experience dating and this is what what is the deal with that so is that observational or are you trying to tell people like i don't know you should just be kinder to each other but that's not the message i got from 
at our worst. At our worst, episode one is all about zodiac signs, which are irrelevant. Astrology, as entertaining as it is, it doesn't really dictate who you are. When you're born, the numbers, from a scientific and logic standpoint, doesn't really matter. Sure, I'll read it for entertainment and for kicks, or when I'm bored, but I don't really subscribe to the idea of, I'm a fucking Taurus, and I'm stubborn, and you can't fucking handle me, and you mess with the fucking bullies to get the horns, which is all true. But it doesn't define my identity as being a Taurus. It doesn't really, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's the character of your person is who you are. How you treat other people is who you are. If you're an honest person, that shows more about you. How you behave, how you uh, carry yourself, your personality. Hmm. And I have the Psychopath Free book there, but they were talking about personality disorders and people that just cry out for attention and they do everything and anything to be relevant in the spotlight. I can't quite remember the term, but it's something about histrionic or something about... It's a personality disorder, is is my point. So it just comes to mind. But I feel like I can talk about whatever podcasts I like and then the ones that I don't. And I don't have to do it harshly. I'm not doing it to fucking drive anyone to the ground, but I'm going to talk about whatever the fuck I want on my show and no three billion word soliloquy declaration is going to convince me to do otherwise even though when I had already left it well enough alone it's not going to stop me I mean I can put little bits or, or I don't even have to put clips of it I don't even have to mention the name I can just do the fucking entire thing word for fucking word but I'd rather pop in some little snippets but if people want to go and find AOW, they can. It's out there. Still. You don't have to dig that far. You don't have to dig that hard. It's out there. I just find it silly that, that that's something that's given more importance than, oh, hey, how are you? Are you healthy? Are you well? I hope you're keeping well. Now it's always turned inward like, hey, I have something to tell you about me. Well, this is why I do this, so I don't have to burden people with, hey, love me notice me, cherish me, worship me. Which again, I don't need that because I look at the fucking calendar 140 days without me needing much of anybody. The people that do make strides to sincerely contact me because they care. They know who they are. Love them to death. Appreciate them. Alex, Britt, Amy, Alicia, everybody else. They know who they are. And, and it sounds like I'm naming the, name, the same names, but it's just people that off the top of my head that really care, that I would trust with everything and anything. And But when and if I decide to delve into the strange trip that is at our worst, and I'm overhyping it, it's not that strange, it's just two broads talking, two broads, oh, about tindering and bumbling and dating roulette and liking dudes and the dudes they don't like, the short guys, and the quiet guys, the fuck boys, fuck boys with a Z. <laughs> Maybe I should entitle this episode "Fuck Boys" or "At Our Worst," like "At Our Brought Worst." But the spelling's gonna be difficult. But anyway, this might go a little long. Not that I'm on this on this AOW kick. AOW for those of you just joining us, even though it's a podcast, it's At Our Worst podcast. It won't show up on many feeds, but. A quick search will point you in the right place. 
yeah, it was, it was a strange sort of conversation to hear about, I don't know, like dating, I get trying not to make the guy feel bad. I'd rather someone be honest and like and try not to make me feel bad or not call again or whatever. But that's as far as dating is concerned. If it's something else, then that's another different arena. So I'm just talking about dating, actual dating people in flesh and bone, not people that live far away. Because that's one thing that I can't abide anymore is long-distance relationships are bullshit. And people get delusional and people make up things in their mind that aren't so. But I don't want to get too far off topic here. So anyway, so it was essentially the first 30 minutes was deconstruction of dating profiles on Tinder and Bumble and explaining. And then also wondering what it was like to be on Grindr, which I think, according to the people at work, that's like the gay dating app. But how is it any different kind of like i don't know the the separation or the the division of thought between grinder and tinder or any of those websites or those dating sites like it's the same thing it's people trying to date and trying to hook up tinder especially is not like for angels or fucking prissies or, or little angels no it's, it's human beings and human beings have you know propensities and inclinations and and we need affection and te- attention and and yes we have impulses and we have needs and that's what those are for of course if you depend on those to feel good and to prey on the emotions and vibes of other people then that's a bad thing and i'm not saying go out there and use every girl and prey on everything and fucking blue velveted fuck everything that moves i'm not saying that but tinder is not that much different from grinder or bumble or whatever if it's a dating app, you call it a dating app, but it's, yeah, it's either a hookup app, but if something more comes from that, I sincerely doubt it. I mean, you could, by all accounts, even now, even in a pandemic, you can go out and meet people. You can. If you use a dating app, though, to kind of like a vetting process or a stepping stone to meet people, that's fine, too. But I wouldn't depend on them. I wouldn't depend on them, and I also wouldn't depend on having, like, a real-life relationship and then still going on the dating site, but that's just me. But what did I hear a lot of what did i hear i heard a lot of self-censorship from the two female at our worst hosts plus it wasn't anything new for me as a as a listener i went in already knowing quite a bit that's has always been my curses i know things even when people think i don't know i know and i don't flaunt this i'm like i don't give a fuck i, I mean i know but what the fuck so for some of us, for most of us, knowledge is a bit of a curse. And thankfully, we're not malicious, evil, underhanded, or two-faced people. And I'm just a simple guy. I, I don't have any contact with people that I don't want to have contact with. And I don't give a fuck about what everyone thinks anymore. I'm 37 years old. I'm too old for this bullshit. But if you want to give it a listen, it's two and a half hours long. Some of it waxes and wanes between knowledge gained from netflix and other knowledge came from books about mahogany mahogany isn't that a type of wood oh monogamy which is ironic talking about loyalty and monogamy and you know being bequeathed or being betrothed to one person i believe in that i believe that exists for some people i believe some people certain people both of them when they make efforts and strides they can make that happen I feel I could make that happen eventually one day. Just not now. I don't need to. Do I really put in the work? Then maybe one day I could try again. But I'm not really looking to do that. 
but it's kind of ironic is how you move from the arena of Bumble Grinder Tinder and judging all judging all the characters that you see there and people's patterns of behavior on there. I mean, I've seen pictures of girls on Bumble holding up fish. And my first instinct was to say, like, why do you smell like a fish? That would have been my title for the episode. Because it's not just guys that do it. I've fucking seen that, and I've seen that as recent as recent. Girls holding up guns, girls holding up fish, girls doing the same thing that quote-unquote guys do. Hiking, running, climbing. And what I see on these profiles, too, is, like, they have all these demands or they have all these lists of rules, like... You must be this tall to talk to me. You must be this race. You must be this rich. You must have a career. You must have your own mansion, car, dogs only, cats only. So all these conditions just to talk to a person and get to know them instead of in the real world, you don't have all these preconceptions. You don't know shit about somebody. And when you run into somebody that you like or you think is aesthetically pleasing, you get to know them without seeing their profile pop up in midair so I, i'm kind of siding with that sort of thing of meeting people that way if i wanted to i'm not saying i need to or i want to. i don't need to meet someone i don't need to date someone i'm good even if everything was perfect in the world right now and and, and i had not a care in the world i still 100 percent believe i wouldn't need to go date or find someone to date that's not a priority for me the priority should always be to save money plan for your future whether it's just you or with somebody but you don't need to be like, oh, I can't be alone. I need to, I need to find somebody. I need to date somebody. That's that's just my. These are all disclaimer. Quick disclaimer. These are all just my opinions. Now you may be older. You may be younger. You may disagree. But this is what I feel. I am okay with being alone. And the day that I don't want to be alone, then I'll take strides to change that. But so, oh, by the way, an- another little tidbit about Plato's Symposium is. Uh, must read if you're gonna listen to the final episode of AOW, which I think I read. No, no, I I did read it. I read was it the Symposium or the Republic? I think it was the Republic. But I I heard the audiobook and and I don't see how any of that shit applies to dating in the modern world, dating in relationships. Oh, and I think one of the episodes or, or many or or both or all three there was wine or drinks involved. I'm not sure. I can't remember. It, it was like a blur. <laughs> it was like a whirlwind to listen to, but. There was wine, there was dine, there was 69. Of course, there's going to be talk of fuckery or, of course, sexual relations. To each their own. I mean, I imagine the dating scene up north in the Great White North is not that dissimilar from the dating scene anywhere else. I think it just comes down to honesty and openness is what it comes down to. But, of course, it's the internet. You can say what you want to say, and at least through socials you can say what you want to say and you can be who you want to be or you can craft yourself and to come across a certain way but in real life in real life this is me this is me and and you have over 34 hours to verify who i am and how i've grown because i'm not 31 32 i'm I'm 37 nooch snoogans but this is who i am this is who i've been even in the the days of of social media interaction for me this is who i am And, and when you call or text or talk to me this is who you get but that, that's another thing in, in dating apps and, and shit like that that I don't particularly care for anymore. Is like you can craft yourself one way. And yeah, that's one thing I agree with. I agreed with, uh, with V on the, on the podcast is they'll come across one way online. And then when you meet someone, <laughs> they're totally different or they're mute or they don't talk or they don't put any effort. So I sympathize with that. But also, I mean, we're probably different age groups. They're the, the two hosts are younger than I am and... and 
of course they're they're gonna think that they know more and i'm not saying i know more but when you think you know more that's mm -hmm. a problem or when you think you're always right but you're not i don't think i'm always right i'm right after i read a lot after i know a lot after i find out a lot after i learn a lot so i don't just automatically think or assume because i go to college or because i'm a college grad that i know everything about everything i'm not 148 <laughs> or whatever i'm not a self-proclaimed genius but yeah the, these episodes were kind of a bit of a headache <laughs> to be honest it's like and, and i tried to try to find an oasis in them like nuggets of truth but it's everything that i heard on there i, I had already heard before like i said just through circumstance i had already heard most of it so it wasn't anything new and to be honest it was as if i had a recording of what i had already learned and heard and it was actually there committed to the mic the same stories the same shenanigans the you know <laughs> but but it's fine i mean i'm, I'm not judging and saying like oh well they, they just go through one or another xyz or the number count blah 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 i don't really care it's i just figured i would learn something new from it which i had already learned prior to listening anyway but it was i feel like i could give it more context if i actually listen to it as i record maybe i'll dedicate a couple episodes to that. i mean there's only two and a half hours of it anyway unless it's been scrubbed for the internet has it been censored have i been censored am i afeard of speaking my mind no but, but but if I talk about this, like, she's not gonna listen, or, like, this is gonna fuck with me. I, I'm not even gonna read the long text, but it's a huge, it's like, the longest text I've not read, I should say. Too long, didn't read. But I can pretty much surmise what it's about. But again, I can talk about whatever the fuck I want, and I just did. I don't even have to name drop the names. If people know, they know, and if they don't, That'll be something entertaining for them to go on the hunt and, and try to listen. If you can listen to AOW as soon as you hear this, try and listen to At Our Worst. Welcome to At Our Bratwurst. <laughs> I mean, and, and as a, you know, pod carter myself, at least when I started this, I always knew, like, there's no direction there's no, I'm gonna, hey guys, I'm gonna talk about dating and relationships in the modern world, and the technologically widely connected world. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck about that. I mean, I have my experiences with it, but I'll talk about it. But I always knew it wasn't gonna be just like, oh, I'm gonna do a minute, I'm gonna watch a movie for a minute and do an hour podcast on that minute. I'm not gonna do a TV show pod, I'm not gonna do a movie pod, I can do a paranormal thing. And even those are more entertaining because there's never a slow... I mean, you never exhaust your, your well of stories about Supernatural. That I get. Or TED Talks, or learning, or, or anything like that, or, or technology stuff. That I get. But TV shows, movies, even comics, comic series, books, authors, there's only so much. Like, I can't do a whole podcast on the bell jar or whatever. I don't know. Whoever. It's only one book, and then Plath stuck her head in an oven and she died so should i read the bell jar and, and review it you know i don't know i don't even think i've i may have read that in middle school and it depressed the shit out of me so i'm like i'm never reading this lady again and then i find out she's dead i'm like at least 
in middle school I thought well good because this shit was depressing but I don't know so, so I can't do a whole podcast on one gimmicky thing I gotta I gotta widen the horizon so I can't be welcome to the dating and relationships podcast at our Broadwurst with Roman and today let's talk about short girls I talk about overweight girls let's talk about girls who wear too much makeup or not enough let's talk about loud girls let's talk about girls that drink too much let's talk about girls that don't drink enough let's talk about girls that always want to go somewhere or that don't know how to drive or that expect you to drive or pay or girls that make a date with you and then they have a second date after you or they never call you back or blah 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 hear what i'm saying i have stories and they're not horror stories i don't think they're life experience but i'm not gonna fucking devote a whole show to it because you run out and then you you go into that slump of like fuck i'm depressed or fuck it's the pandemic or fuck it's the rona and and i can't go out and date people by the way social distance dating fuck that fuck that that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard right next to latinx which i've never heard before which fuck that word too social distance dating get the fuck out of here you either choose to date or you don't you don't fucking do like, oh, let's do a Zoom dating. Get the fuck out of here. You either put dating on hold or you don't. Be an adult. Be a grown-up. And wear your mask and get tested. And also wear condoms if you're going to fuck around. You know? Maybe get the morning after pill so you don't have to get an abortion. Shit, I'm getting political now. By the way, it's August 15th, so... Speaking of political, I guess I should kind of wrap it up. Because I went all over the place. I didn't mean to go all these areas but i got some editing to do i gotta eat something i haven't even drank my coffee alicia i don't even think amy listens to this because she's probably busy playing animal crossings with her new switch congratulations Ugh, coffee iced coffee yeah man i don't know at our worst two and a half hours i may just do an episode and devote it to like five or ten minutes of each episode. I could probably do that. If it's two and a half hours, I can do... How many weeks are left in September, October, November, December? So, 16 weeks. Maybe I could divvy it up and do 16 weeks worth of AEW. I haven't watched AEW. Fuck. Chris Jericho got some shit for doing some... Shows up in Sturgis, South Dakota, North Dakota. So yeah, Fozzie won and played some shows live and people gave him shit for it. That sucks. <sighs> yeah. So the Rona's still going on. Everyone's still healthy here, thank God. Still fucking hot. How about that non-sequitur, huh? I haven't watched NXT. Well, no, yeah, I did. I watched some. I'm not caught up. Raw's kind of weird. I don't know. I watched Lucky Day. Oh, I think I'll end on this on a happy note. I've been revisiting Roger Avery movies, so I watched The Rules of Attraction and this new movie on Hulu called Lucky Day. So if you have Hulu, watch Lucky Day. That shit is dope. So Roger Avery is the co-writer of Pulp Fiction, True Romance, Natural Born Killers. He was, you know, co-creator with Quentin on all those, all that good shit. And so now he's only done a handful of movies I have yet to watch. His first movie, Killing Zoe, with Eric Stoltz. But... Okay, now I think I have something. I think at our worst, now that I think about it, the podcast sort of reminds me of that movie, The Rules of Attraction, where it's all like a fucking mishmash of, I don't know, even for 20, uh, 2020 now versus, or at our worst, debuted last spring 
February 2019. The last show was uploaded in June 2019, I believe. Three episodes, but anyway. The Rules of Attraction is a badass fucking movie. You know, James Vanderbeek, college stuff, relationships, sexuality, dating in the real world, 2002. So, I dig that. Roger Avery's dope. So, I kind of went down a little rabbit hole of Roger Avery stuff. May have to revisit that again, but I don't know. I'm going to have to go listen to At Our Worst now again and talk about it again next episode and every episode after that. Unless they want to come on and talk. That'd be cool. I don't know what that would sound like. (laughs) I don't even know if I would get into word edgewise. Should I play the theme song? I have it here. I think I can make a ringtone out of it. The AOW song. It is catchy. I'll I'll give them that. It's catchy. I think I mentioned that in the previous parody episodes I did, which I have somewhere. I don't know where they are. I'll have to look, but... I don't know. It's It, it left me like, okay, this is what happened, but do you feel anything about it? Do you have any real feedback on it? Do you... What do you really think? How do you think you can improve on a dating and... Well, I think the the third episode went a little ethereal, like it went philosophic, like, hey man, stars and ancient Sumerian religions and the Babylonians and the god, uh, the god Ra and the Enuma Elish and ethics and, oh, I think mention of ethics too, and philosophy, which was like, what the fuck? But that's just me. I, I suppose I can give a dissertation on modern ethics and philosophy is comparative to the dating scene in 2020 but I'm fucking tired and my back hurts so I'm not gonna do that yes Alicia it's Beth Sanchez Smith technically it's Beth Sanchez Smith but if you don't want to waste your time with AOW and I'm not saying it would be a waste of time but I know everybody's time is precious listen to Roman Reigns and all the other fine podcasts that I've suggested this is El Paso's best podcast the best podcast in El Paso, not about dating and relationships, and I do know what I'm doing. But that's okay. That should be my sign-off. <laughs> I don't know, man. You guys, keep sane, keep healthy, wash your hands, it's almost Halloween. If you go on Target, some of the Halloween shit is already pre-ordered and almost sold out, and motherfuckers, the Rob Zombie Trilogy Steelbook is sold out at Target, so I gotta go fucking in person and wait in line and try and buy it, what the fuck. And of course, of course, fucking of course. But Halloween is coming. We have to get ready. I may do a countdown to Halloween. I don't know if I'm going to do a Halloween special. Like, I know of other people that started doing it, like buying up shit and then trying to do Halloween episodes, but did they ever? That, that, that only goes to one show, and that's Tesdy. Are the only ones that are allowed to do a Halloween episode properly. But. I will catch up on The Office. I will catch up on... Oh, by the way, if anybody's a horror enthusiast, Dead Alive or Brain Dead by Peter Jackson is on YouTube, so you can watch it. So is Ghostbusters, the good one, not the female one. <laughs> the Bill Murray one is, is on there, too. Surprisingly, there's a shit ton of, of cool movies on YouTube that are for free. But if you don't have YouTube or if you don't have streaming services, Tubi, T-U-B-I, is also a streaming service that has cool 
not super popular, but, you know, like George A. Romero horror stuff or exploitation shit or TV shit, or they even have The Man Show with Adam Carolla on there. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. They just have ads, but it's like watching TV with a little bit of commercials. I think I will go back and listen to The Love Boat. Listen, watch The Love Boat and fucking The Honeymooners, just like Walt and Bry, but simpler times, The Honeymooners, where... You can bang pows right in the kisser. To the moon, Alice. So Ralph Cramden in every episode. I do remember this much because of the Flintstones, but Ralph Cramden always threatened to fucking punch his wife <laughs> to the moon. Bang pow right in the kisser. So simpler times. TV where a man could threaten to punch his wife. I'm not saying go out and punch your wife or punch a girl. But I'm just illustrating the novelty of these shows where a man could say what he wants or not say what he wants. And the love boat, you know, fuck indiscriminately and non-discreetly on a cruise. Which is essentially what happens on a cruise is people fuck around. The love boat, the love boat redone in the modern time would be the IJ cruise boat. That would be the modern love boat is the same kind of fuckery and debauchery happens on both. One was set in the 70s, and one was modern times. The same debauchery, because human beings are human beings, man. They love to pull a cork. They love to do, you know. But yes, it's an hour and 30. This is going to be long. I'm going to have to whittle it down a bit. But just wanted to check in. Make sure everybody's at our bratwurst. That's the name of my barbecue podcast. At my bratwurst. At our bratwurst, huh? Wink. <sighs> I can't sing the song, but it goes like, oh... Oh mama, today I met a young man. I can't sing. And something something, would you be mine? Seven eight nine. Would you be slick? Suck my. Never mind. So from El Paso's best podcasts, this is Roman signing off. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Wash your butt. Take care. Wear your mask. I'll say. Laters from El Paso's best podcast, and I'll say al rato, orale, at our bratwurst, at our worst, go listen, orale. It ain't nothing but a motherfucking-